Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Isn't it curious that every member of your family has a different voice? That a baby can recognize their mother's voice from inside the womb. That identical twins have the exact same vocal cords but usually don't sound similar. And teenagers can sense the tone of their dad's voice when he says, I'll think about it. Even over WhatsApp. I'll think about it. Let your family follow their curiosity with unlimited data when you bring everyone's plans together on Vodafone's multi-mobile red family plan. Get a third plan for only €15 per month. 12-month contract, €15 per month. Max speed, 10 megabits per second. Applies when you add red unlimited SIM only as a third plan with red family. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. Smile, you son of a... On the side of my face. Hello and welcome Greetings. to the Mighty Motion Picture Rangers. I'm Shane. I'm Josh. And Chancellor has passed on the opportunity to be in this episode. <laughs> oh God. Some say he took a trip and he'll see us next fall. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Welcome well, back, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, this is the start of the brand new season. Oh, I guess we started with the, the top 10 episodes. Shh, they don't remember this. No, but uh, for those just joining us, we have a new format, so you don't have to know any of the previous things. We're changing it up. So, what we're doing is we're each recommending a film and bringing it to the table with some kind of unifying idea yeah. to. Try and linking it through either genre or theme. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and the rule is one person at the table has to have not seen the film, and that can be yourself included. Like you could bring a film that you've been meaning to watch forever, and then you haven't yeah. seen or something like that. But uh, so, and if you were listening to our top ten episode previously, we gave you a little preview of what we're doing. But today we've got the theme of car chase. Yes, so, so uh, the films had to have a car chase in them in some form or another <laughs> and some of us were more loose with the definition of it chance star <laughs> bump uh, out <laughs> yeah 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 but uh so we'll talk about the films that we brought so i recommended the film what's up doc directed by peter bogdanovich i recommended Thelma and louise directed by ridley scott and chance to recommended tremors directed by is it rennie harlan oh Why do i look. know that name i don't really know that one but uh, and <laughs> he went and he didn't he, wasn't he recommending something else and then he brought in he had tremors. like three four recommendations that he kept swapping out so I don't know all <laughs> oh, right right well it's the 1990 Kevin Bacon Earth vehicle Worms. Ron Underwood sorry Ron Underwood yes actors. right yeah. so I guess we just jump straight into it and then Absolutely. at the end of the episode we'll we'll talk about what our theme will be for the next episode and yes. and and so on and so forth so I guess we should start who do you want to start with you. Okay, Thelma and Louise? Yeah, we can get start with Thelma and Louise. So why did you recommend this one? Because I recommend a Thelma and Louise because essentially, if you break it down, the entire film is a car chase. It's a road trip. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I was like, I was like, are you going for like Mad Max Fury Road? No, 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 not not in that sense of style. But it's about female friendship and empowerment, and it's about them sort of escaping their sort of lives and going off together into the sun. Which mm. is spoiler alert, they die together at the end of the film. <laughs> but the film originally the film would actually like you saw them collapse and crash and it was in yes. the edit room they decided to freeze frame with the car suspended in midair which I think was one of the smartest decisions because it would Absolutely. just be a little bit too dour I reckon it would be yeah there's some kind of hope in that freeze frame yeah. um, it's, you feel empowered watching these women with the choices that they do and that that final frame really sells that as well like you feel like yeah, yeah. and it's the build up yeah. to it that it's the the hand clasps the photos go the shot of the Harvey Keitel as well the yeah. ki- oh sorry yeah. yeah the kiss and yeah. then the car drives off and yeah. it's this weirdly hopeful thing I remember when I saw it because everyone talks about Thelma Louise and mm. I'd never seen it I didn't know the end Only yeah. uh, the only thing I knew is this, The Simpsons episode. I was about to say <laughs> The Simpsons informs everything and an episode with Marge so and the neighbor. many movies that I've seen are Simpsons referenced and then I saw the movie after mm. the fact Absolutely. so like Psycho and all of these sort of The Shining mm. I saw after I watched the, the Treehouse you, you, of you said earlier today about um, Edgar Allan Poe's like The, the Telltale, Telltale Heart, Heart. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so um um, but I, re- I remember watching this one, and this was—I th- saw this right at the cusp of. Previously, shamefully, my favorite movie used to be uh, uh, X Men: The Last Stand. Uh, but that's why but, we kill the past. <laughs> yes, that's why we kill the past. But yeah. Um, yeah. when I started watching sort of the more artsy films, and you know, oh, the ones that have been nominated mm-hmm. for Oscars and stuff like that, and I watched Thelma and Louise, and I was like, oh my. God, it's a sad ending, but I feel so happy about it. Yeah. I couldn't sort of fathom it. But this is like Ridley Scott on his A game. Yeah, it's, and it's direction. also really weird where if you think the guy who did Alien and Blade Runner then did this movie, it's almost and Gladiator then did this movie, and it's kind of almost unfathomable. And it's like, oh, remember when Ridley Scott made really great choices? Yeah, Alien Covenant. Um, <laughs> We will, we shall not talk about that one, but no. I, I guess I I adore this movie. I think it's one of the great um, American, specifically American movies ever made. It's I true. reckon because it's very American too. Just with not so much. I mean, the themes are quite universal. I think that's why it plays around the world. But I think like the the the, the landscape and the characters and the ideas sort of are very distinctly American. You know, mm. it's the cars. You've got that. Uh, was it's not Death Valley. It's the all those mountain ranges it's the Grand Canyon the Grand Canyon yeah. and all that kind of stuff yeah. it's so American in in, yeah. in terms every of little piece is evocative of each other and evocative of like the landscape and the pressures that put these women where they are as well yeah like yeah. that American climate back in the 90s yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, I like I got to revisit this one and this was one I guess because you recommended it because Chancellor hadn't seen it and so yeah. I guess now it technically doesn't apply because he's not here yeah and he didn't send through his thoughts either, so I assume he liked it because it's a great movie. Or he didn't watch it. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, as far as, like, the car chase goes uh, in it, I mean, there's obviously the the, the through line of the, the road trip sort of thing, mm. but the, the I guess the central car chase is this final act thing that's going on. The bow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. yeah. The, and it's it's sort of the last 20 minutes almost yes. of yeah. the film. And it was, I remember watching it again for this recommendation, I'm like, me 
this is such good cinema. It's so well constructed. You've got this wonderful Hans Zimmer score yeah. going on with these like slide steel guitars and stuff. It's just beautiful. It is a Hans Zimmer score, isn't it? I'm not from memory. That's I think so. I yeah, have to yeah. research. But... It's um. Oh my god, it's it's absolutely brilliant. I think a lot of these car chase movies had a car chase towards the final act of the film, <laughs> as opposed to something like you know Fury Road, which is obviously like yeah, a, a more obvious choice is like something like Fury Road, but yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I chose this for a special reason too because this was probably one of the final films I watched um, through renting from Blockbuster as well or like through renting through a video store so it like Aww. sort of sits in my memory in that like little beautiful way and yeah I just sort of miss that I'm sort of still chasing that high of renting movies again yeah yeah so, so it is a Hans Zimmer score I just had that Excellent. IMDb and yeah. checked that so but I loved it I loved it it's a great choice yeah. I, it, and it's been a, it's been a minute since I've watched it because it's one of those ones where I saw it, I was blown away and then I kind of got busy trying to watch yes. other things yeah. but um loved it to pieces loved it to pieces what did you think Chance to oh I absolutely loved it no, <laughs> we're not going <laughs> to imitate them. But uh, uh, so I guess we'll uh, we'll talk about uh, tremors. I was going to say, yeah, do you want to do tremors, tremors like the little? Uh, so I fuck you, Chancester, for recommending this. <laughs> look, here's the weird thing: is that everyone loves this movie. This movie is yeah. very beloved, especially by people who love the '80s culture things. Yeah, my. My sort of like I I like it in a sense like as a creature feature because I have a soft spot for creature features. But overall, upon like reassessment with you, like like and your thoughts on it as well, I'm like, yeah, it's it's weak. <laughs> I yeah, yeah, I was like, I wasn't compelled by any of the characters. See, I'm coming to it from a point of view of having not. I think a lot of people have this nostalgia value. I think I've spoken about this maybe on the podcast before. Is that a lot of the like Predator when we did Predator? Yes, and um, I was like, oh. I think a lot of people love a lot of this more so out of nostalgia than they do the actual movie because if you were to watch it in a modern context, it doesn't quite zing like a really entertaining piece would. But a lot, like, I know I'm in the minority on Tremors because Tremors has this huge cult following. And they're still but, making films as well. And it's like, everyone goes on about the practical effects, but in this, the practical effects were really not great. Also, like, the posts are under the cover cells of much better creature than the actual product yeah 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 yeah. that's what the one thing i noticed i was like oh i was waiting for the worm that's on the poster to show up and then it doesn't and i'm like um it's these little sock pocket sock puppety things yeah like little tongues it's like all the sort of lucas additions to like the original trilogy as well yeah 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 um and and i was like and I thought, well, if this was like a low-budget Lloyd Kaufman thing, I'd probably buy it a little bit more. But this is Gail Ann Hurd who'd done The Terminator and, you know, all these kind of things with this excellent stuff. And this is a later, uh, like, sort of just post those movies. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Like, didn't even, I didn't, I, you know, Kevin Bacon's fine. The actors are fine in it. I was just like, whatever. And then as far as car chase is concerned on this one, Chancester, what the fuck were you thinking? Because it is barely a car chase it's a car chase moving at like 10 kilometers an hour he really wants to be here to defend this but he can't he can't so he's not going to defend it because it's you're wrong and it's a bad (laughs) car chase it really was because it's like it's when it's chasing it underground and so they're in the truck right that's sort of it's just like pushing through the earth and it's just like the 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 stakes are weak because like there's really like the threat levels kind of 
mediocre. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and it just moves really slow, yeah. and then there's more of a climax later. And I was just like, and it wasn't shot particularly well. They kind of cut all over the place to this big, massive wide, yeah. and then the people on the truck. And I was just like, this is like the weakest car chase possible. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing is, like, out of the three of us, you, like, hate it. Chancellor loves it, and I'm, like, perfectly in the middle. So yeah. it's, like, a good, like, if yeah. he was here, we could, like, discuss it more randomly. But now it's just us being, like, ugh, ugh, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, so that's a that's a two thumbs down from Shane. <laughs> this is the, the, the Roger Ebert scale, I guess. And uh, one thumb up from from... Josh and two thumbs up from John. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, uh, so we didn't do that for Film and Louise, so I guess I'll do two thumbs up for Film and Louise as well. Yeah, oh yeah, like yeah. six thumbs up for Film and Louise. Seventeen, whatever. One of number. the greatest movies. Yeah. Um, and so I guess we go to our third movie, which we, I brought to the table, which is What's Up Doc from 1972, directed by Peter Bogdanovich, which we literally watched like 20 minutes before recording. This. Oh, I am in love with this movie. Like, like comedic perfection. Is how I reviewed it on Letterboxd right now. Yeah. And I want to go deeper in a review later of it. I adored this movie. This movie made me laugh and cry. Like, and laugh, cry. Like, yeah. I was howling. So, this is the second time I've seen it. Because I watched it for the first time last year. Because I was doing Scruble. I was making a Scruble comedy short. And so that's a mm-hmm. Scruble comedy. And it's one that people sort of reference every now and then. So I got it, watched yeah. it. And I'm like, holy shit. Why didn't this movie come to me sooner? It is so funny. Holds up on a second viewing. Absolutely hilarious phenomenal performances and I was really picking up on all like the little bit players as well as um, uh, uh, Madeline Kahn who people might know as uh, flames on the sides of my face from Clue uh, if you've seen that one Uh, but she plays sort of this nagging wife but it's like this ridiculously over she's the top she's like anal trope. retentive like you have five minutes to do this you have five minutes to do that why aren't you back yet yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, and it, it's zany and the choreography of the movie just oh. isn't I, I'm kind of watching it again I'm like I still can't wrap my yeah, head around how they direction. pulled it off because <sighs> there's all this like Benny Hill style thing but it's not just random it's this very deliberate thing because there's like four bags that are the same that have got different contents in it that get swapped over and there's yeah. this very intricate plotting of where things go at what time yes. into these seven different rooms yeah, and, and everyone's like coming out of an elevator like going into like a room and it's like timed perfectly like as one door closes something else opens so there's always movement within the frame and it's like crossing over it's great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's so good performances and Barbara Streisand I mean to, to, for my money I think now having seen it a second time I think that's one of the great comedic performances I'd put yeah. that alongside uh, like Tim Curry in Clue or um, there's a couple of just really great comedic performances Jack yeah. Lemon in uh, uh, Some Like It Hot is another one I would say and, and, and both uh, Cary Grant and yeah. Rosalind Russell in His Girl Friday yeah. I think she, she's a powerhouse she just <laughs> like doesn't give up she's so good and yeah. Ryan Neal's, Ryan O'Neill is really good in it yeah. too He's, he has to play the straight man in like this ridiculous way and he sort of breaks the fourth wall and is like help me <laughs> Yeah. In this very, because I think what he did when Peter Bogdanovich was crafting it is he his intent was to turn the lunacy of a Looney Tunes cartoon but make it in live action, yep. and he really achieves that kind of texture to it where everything's so ridiculous and it's mm. madcap, but it it feels designed. It's not random. It's not sort of improvised. Yeah. It looks very choreographed and very stylized. Mm, it's a hyper world with like weird consequences, but like no consequences at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. the courtroom scene yeah, with yeah. the judge is like taking all of the pills and he's yeah. like just wanting to throw himself off. off and off he's the de- like his jurist desk just breaks down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like just you know twisted. It's a, it's a dad. Yeah. I I would highly recommend if anyone hasn't seen this movie, um, who's 
listening to this, do it because it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Holds up. It was made in 1972 and it still holds yeah, up to it's this. It's Catapult's like one of my favorite movies. Right, time. right. Like, and yeah, just... it's in my top 10 now yeah. officially after that sort of viewing. Um, but as far as the car chase goes... Uh, yes, this was a great car chase. This is my second favorite car chase of all time. It's one after... year, one year after French Connection as well. Oh, that's we did see. I ha- that's yeah. actually I have not seen the French Connection. Yeah. That would have been an interesting one to do. I haven't seen the French Connection, and I know Bullet has a really good car yes. chase, which I do. I don't know either of those two movies. Like I haven't watched either of them. I've been planning on watch the French Connection just dropped on Hulu, so I'm going to be watching that. Oh, but good. um. Uh, this is my second favorite car chase after the Blues Brothers, which is obviously <laughs> I think if we're going to talk about car chases, we should mention Blues Brothers. We should mention yeah. the Blues Brothers yeah. because it's the greatest car Insanity. chase of all time. Yeah. Like it is, yeah. it is like notched up to eleven with just yeah. all of these police cars. Like Blues crunch. Brothers is like the greatest of all time of the 20th century, along with French Connection, and then there's Mad Max Fury Road of the 21st. Yes. so far. Yeah, like, I think Mad Max Fury Road and Death Proof. I'm going to put Death, Death Proof, Proof up yes. there because yeah. a lot of people don't sort of. Mention that because it was seen as like Tarantino's flop, but I think it's one of his best. I think it's like yeah. in his like top three. And he Tarantino. shot that movie as well. Like himself. yeah, he was his own yeah. cinematographer, which yeah. is kind of makes it especially entertaining and brilliant. Mm. Um, but I think car chases are an interesting thing because for a lot of like generic studio movies, they're usually shot by the a second unit director mm. without any input and on yeah, something and the like the coordinator as well yeah, yeah and so something like on um uh, uh the, t- the terrible die hard sequel number five uh oh, yeah. all of the car chases feel like a completely different filmmaker to the normal parts of the movie and you're like oh this is where there's just this total gap between the second unit and the first unit whereas something like um and that doesn't that's not to disparage second unit people because i reckon you know uh, one of the most famous car chases in cinema history is the truck chase from indiana jones oh, sorry from Raiders of the Lost Ark the truck chase and Spielberg didn't shoot that that was his second unit director but he sat down with the second unit director they planned it they figured it out and then he gave him the leeway where he needed the leeway and then they shot this that's all it takes (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's all it takes and then you have Mm -hmm. people like um, I think the, the truck chase in The Dark Knight is a phenomenal, yes, phenomenal true. truck chase, and it ends. It has such a great crescendo and climax with the flipping of the truck, it, yeah. and it's, it's visually all little beats of like the bat bike reveal as well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and and to a, a, a counter note is that Christopher Nolan doesn't use a second unit. He never uses a second unit. Yeah. Tarantino doesn't use a second unit either. They're two of the directors. Del, Del Toro doesn't use a second unit. Spielberg does. Um, a lot of directors do, but those are sort of the two that don't. So um, hmm. car chases are sort of one of those staples of cinema because be, we've been doing them since forever. Like you know, yeah. back to the Keystone Cops eras when they were oh, like you know in their little yeah f- Ford f- team in, in the 30s as well. Yeah, like, like it's yeah. either for comedy and now for like predominantly action. Like they're trying to like up yeah. the stakes of that. Like yeah, we don't yeah. have much comedic chase car chases these mm. days, and I think we need them back. Especially after watching like What's Up Doc, I'm like, oh, they could just be a source for like so you know when they keep hitting. Yeah the combi van yeah <laughs> like, oh my God. like every car and then he comes out the door and it's just like he's like goes open it and it just collapses yeah and he's collapses like, oh. and he's holding the door it's yeah. just wonderful even think... baby driver um Ooh, like yeah. was a great like had great sequences wonderful. but they won't play much for comedy besides the first one where he reverses instead of like yeah yeah, yeah yeah and they're sort of these these gags but they're definitely mm. played more for thrill rather than yes. sort of yeah. laughs which is kind of fascinating but it's a, it's an interesting staple of the cinematic language which i think is really really cool so if you haven't seen any of these three movies highly recommend two of them <laughs> <laughs> at least two of them and then maybe watch the dark knight or rewatch one of those 
those ones. With yeah, the... other ones you mentioned, like watch The Great Escape, watch something like... Oh, that's another cool. one I haven't seen. Yeah. There's a lot of those classics from the 70s and the 80s that I'm still trying to f- yeah. get through and work yeah. through. But, um, well, that's our, that's our new format. We thought we'd make them much more efficient and smaller and... Oh, wait. Oh, sorry. Oh, wait. Uh, another edition. Speed. Oh, yeah, yeah. In the sp- oh, my you're God. in the chase. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Speed Sorry, is one to mention of that. the best. Speed is one of the all-time best. Oh, Unstoppable is pretty fun, too. Oh, yes. Unstoppable is yeah. really cool. I need to rewatch that. That I was part of that trilogy with Liam Neeson movies. Where no, it's no, no, like, no, no, no. Unstoppable. That, so, so you're thinking of non-stop. That's oh, on sorry. The plane. Yeah. That's Liam Neeson on a plane. No, Unstoppable is the one with the train, and it's Denzel Washington and Chris Pine. It's oh, yes. I remember that. Yeah. 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 And I recently heard Tarantino on a podcast called The Rewatchables talking about it as sort of a rewatchable movie. And I'm like, oh shit, I should revisit this movie. Because I remember watching it and mm. really fucking liking it. And they're like, oh fuck, I should probably watch it again. So our next week's theme, or next next episode, sorry, we're releasing <laughs> fortnightly now to give yeah. us a little bit more time. So our next theme will be time. 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 So we've got some interesting to cross promote with tennis. No, we're not. We're not doing <laughs> <laughs> um, so that one would be a very interesting one to recommend. Uh, you see, but anyway, so that's our new format. We've a nice, simple, yeah, much cleaner version. A little less ranty, a little less yeah. homework to do, I suppose. Still like film discussion information. Film discussion. From... We've got a topic that we can sort of yeah. talk about, but we're using the films that mm. exist. And obviously, when there's m- more people here, it'll be a bit more of a dynamic discussion and stuff like that. And if you want to select further deconstruct the themes of like the topics that we're doing like feel free to pitch in or like suggest your own as well yeah so well that's what i'm thinking is that if you want to suggest a theme to have or you want to suggest a a film and then we can build a theme around it or something like that you can find us on all social media we're on twitter and instagram at picture rangers we're on facebook at the minor motion picture rangers and you can email us if you want to say if you want to email us you say here's the theme and here are the three movies and as long as we there's one movie like we haven't one person at the table hasn't seen a movie it can be there and if it, we might like be oh that's a really great theme and these two are really great but we've all seen this one so we'll swap that one out for this one or something like that we might do that but if you want to submit and we can sort of you know make a mm. part of the episode because we we haven't locked down all of our sort of episodes no. yet so if you want to contribute and, and submit yeah. an idea or a film so thank you guys so much for listening you can find me on twitter at shane m underscore anderson you can find me on twitter at that sundance kd or caps and you can find this and many other wonderful podcasts at that's not canon.com uh, and that's not canon on on Facebook and and Twitter and Instagram. There's some amazing since we've come back. There's some amazing new podcasts. I love Castology. I love Ghosts of Boyfriends Past. Yeah, um, podcast ninety three quarters has just joined the network as well. Yes, so very wonderful great Harry Potter one. podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Bye bye. <laughs>
But if you never review your mortgage, you'll never know if there might be a better option. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, be sure to talk to us and see if switching could make a difference. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.